The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. My mission is to share with you everything I've learned from my 25 years in business. From idea inception to big business marketing strategies. And my goal is to share with you social media money-making strategies to help you transform your idea into passive income, even when you have limited time and a tight budget. Hey there, thanks so much for joining me on this edition of Build Your Tribe. It's just Shaleen this time. And today I want to address a topic that comes up often, and that is purpose. In fact, I recently did an episode for The Shaleen Show. It's episode number 300, and it was entitled Four Simple Questions to Help You Find Your Purpose. If you don't feel like you know what your purpose is and it feels like an obstacle, I highly recommend you make a note to listen to that episode. Again, it was episode number 300 of The Shaleen Show, Four Simple Questions to Help You Find Your Purpose. But what do you do if you think you found your purpose, but you're also losing interest in it? Or there's something else you want to pursue. I mean, like, what happens if that thing that you were once really passionate about has changed? Like the way you feel about it has changed and you're no longer that into it or passionate about it. It doesn't feel like your current purpose. Can you make a switch? Do you make a switch? And how do you make that shift, especially if you feel like it means reinventing yourself? Like this new area of interest is a sharp left turn from where you've been headed or your current business or career. How do you do that? Well, today I want to share my story, how this fits for me and my business and how it is I feel that I'm, I'm really truly living a purpose-driven life. I want to kind of break down how it is I sometimes switch on my business path from being in the fitness industry to business building and now back to nutrition and just overall health and wellness, like longevity. How can you do that and still maintain your brand identity? And what does that say about your purpose? I'm going to break that down for you. I'm also going to cover everything from how to make a shift, where to start in pursuing a new passion, or like show a different side of yourself without freaking out your current followers in social media. I'm also going to talk to you about the importance of listening to your, your tribe and how you can use beta testing, you know, your first steps to kind of make sure that what you're doing is it's the right thing for the right audience with the right messaging. And most importantly, you're going to hear today how it doesn't need to be perfect. You're overthinking this. You got to get these things out there. Make it messy, as I like to say. So this episode is kind of a behind the scenes. It is a recording from the Marketing Impact Academy live event. This is a topic that I delivered during the course of our last live event. And it really resonated with students. So I wanted to share it with you too. And I feel like it's the right tie-in, especially for those of you who listen to both shows, The Shaleen Show and Build Your Tribe. And you just listened to the episode on finding your purpose. And now you've got these questions like, okay, can I shift purposes? Now, this is a live event. So you might hear some laughter or people's responses in the audience. But 
I think the message is very clear, and I know you're going to feel like you're right there in the room with us, which I hope someday you are. All right, here we go. So I want to share with you a little bit about our journey because I think it's helpful to kind of understand like how these things evolve. As many of you are in a position right now where you're considering another option, another avenue, and to some extent it feels like you're reinventing yourself, but it's really not reinventing yourself. It's kind of like sharing this other side of yourself or this other passion and becoming known for something other than maybe what at the moment you're known for. How many of you, that's a true representation of where you're at right now. The way to do this is to do it honestly. And I think it's important that you, you understand that you've got a following perhaps, or that people know you for something, but it is part of the journey, it's even part of the story. So often I'll meet people, they'll say, you know, I started off as a chiropractor, but this is not my passion. Now my passion is really nutrition. But I started off as a chiropractor, and I, but I really want to focus on nutrition. Or they'll say, I started off as a, a general practitioner, and I, I worked in a practice where, you know, we were, were very much controlled by the insurance companies, but now I want to take a different approach. I want to help people from an integrative health standpoint. And I, I really... You know, I, I kind of want to push this other side away. Or maybe it was I started off in health and fitness, but now I'm, I'm just really focused on, on aging or I'm really focused on my faith. Whatever it is, whatever has led you to that point is part of the story. And it's part of the reason why. And it should not be something you want to run from, but it's something you need to understand happen for a reason. When you're looking for purpose, I can share with you my opinion of how you find purpose. I have to start by saying you have more than one. Every season of your life often has a new purpose. And for some reason we have people so brainwashed into believing that you have one purpose and you need to find it. You need to go door to door and knock on doors and when you find it, a special parade will be held in your honor and then you'll be able to tell people this is my purpose. And it will sound so profound, and you will say, I have my purpose. And you're like, well, I'm teaching fitness classes. Is that my purpose? You know, how could it ever feel big enough when you're only supposed to have one, and you got, and it's for your life? What's your life's purpose? It's a ridiculous notion. So can I ask you to replace your previously held beliefs about the word purpose and replace them with this notion? My purpose is to help other people figure out the thing I figured out. I think that's your purpose. And you're going to go through a lot more things. I hate to tell you this, but you know that tough stuff that you've been through and you're like, oh, God, I'm so glad that's over. I'm so glad I survived it. I I didn't think I would when I was in it, but I'm so glad I survived it. I hate to tell you this, but there's going to be more of those. And each one of them... My belief is God is putting that in your life because he sees how well you help others. And it is not our purpose, it's his purpose. So when we look at our lives and go, God, and when you think to yourself, well, now why would that have happened? That was horrible. Or why would this be happening now? Don't question it. Just get through it because you always do. And it'll all make sense to you when you start helping others. And then, then you're like, you know, that, that horrible thing wasn't so horrible because, wow, it feels so good to help other people. You have to know 
that you will survive. Whatever it is you're going through right now, you will survive it. Take some good notes because you're gonna have to teach this to people later. What, you, what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. Take some good notes. You know, a friend of mine, unfortunately, recently is experiencing the dissolve of her marriage. And I said, girl, keep a good notebook because this is gonna help some people later. We're gonna turn this into a positive. You know, and, and I, I really truly believe if you're going through a tough time right now, keep some notes because I guarantee you're gonna survive this and you'll learn some important lessons and it will be in your purpose to help others get through it. It's powerful. Because most people don't have the courage to do that. They think that any terrible thing that they went through somehow is a reflection on them. But it's not, right? That terrible thing that you've survived, don't hide from it. Use it to help others. That's how you don't just survive it. Because surviving is great. But everyone here is a survivor. Everyone on the planet, think about this, is a survivor, right? Everybody survived it. How do you conquer it? How do you become a conqueror? You conquer it by helping others avoid it. You conquer it by helping other people understand it doesn't mean the end. There's an easier way to get through it. There's another way. And because of that, because you're gonna have other things happen, you've gotta get good at doing this. You've gotta get good at sharing what you've been through. Guess what, it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't, you're like, have I had any major traumas in my life? It doesn't have to be huge. Like sometimes it's just like, I've survived filing taxes myself. <laughs> I'm a big girl now. Like it doesn't have to be huge. Just get in the habit of sharing with people a challenging thing that you figured out. Could be when you first, in whatever industry you're in, it could be you figuring that out at first. It could be, even if you're in a full-time corporate job right now, and, but you figured out how to move up through the ranks, or you figured out how to transition to a new state, or whatever it is, anything that's challenging, start small, start with something that maybe isn't so personal. Because I know we all have very personal things that, oh man, that's gonna be uncomfortable to share. How about you start by sharing something smaller, less personal, less intimate, that you've been able to survive. How about that? Does that feel a little more comfortable? So that, that's your purpose. So when I think about that, I, um, I know my purpose has changed because I've been through a lot. And so I'm always thinking about like what I've just recently been through and then, and then I just incorporate who I am and how I'm gonna serve people with that. Just pay attention to the journey that you're on and what you've learned. And instead of trying to paint yourself as a perfect person, help people who are also human. When I think about my journey with 131, and you don't need to know what it's gonna look like, you just need to share what you've discovered and what you're figuring out. And if you know a little bit about me, you know that I've been in fitness for 25 plus years, and I ended up in exercise and fitness by chance. I didn't mean to. I just wanted to exercise because everybody in my family was dieting, and they were all overweight. So I was like, so I guess if you diet, you're, you're overweight and that's all you talk about. And I hated that they, everyone was just obsessed with that. Like everybody talked about who was eating what and dieting and who had gained weight and who had lost weight. And I really hated that as a kid. And so, you know, we all process messages differently. You've got more than one child. They will later as adults get together and their childhoods will be completely different from each other. Right? But the way I processed that message was that dieting meant you'd be unhappy and you'd gain weight. So, but I also knew like everyone on both sides of my family and everybody who lived by us, everyone was overweight. So I started exercising just because it felt good. And I'm like, oh wow, this, this works. 
And it worked, and it worked, and it worked. But I always had to keep exercising more and more and more. And again, it wasn't what I intended to be as an exercise person, a fitness person. I wanted to help people. I wanted to speak. I wanted to motivate people. I wanted to help people with, with habits and focus. Um, but I ended up in fitness. And it allowed me to reach a lot of people. But then it meant, now, that's my identity, is a fitness person. And everyone has their own picture of what a fitness person is and so that started to weigh on me and then hearing all of the feedback because it's an ugly industry and I'm part of it but I have to tell you it's just it's not a pretty industry when it comes down to it because the industry believes is going to motivate you isn't really healthy in order to achieve that frankly and I found myself in order to even come close to resembling that I had to eat less and exercise more and eat less and exercise more and eat less and exercise more and exercise more and exercise more. And then I was like, well, but you know, I mean, I can give the advice that's recommended to everybody else. I guess I'm just different. I mean, I guess I have a messed up metabolism, I guess, or I guess this is my parents and genetics. I don't know. But like for everybody else, I guess you could do this for 30 minutes a day and you look great. It's not my story, but I guess you're supposed to be able to do this for 30 minutes a day. And I remember saying those things and going, and believing that's probably true for everybody, it's just not true for me. And my version of clean eating was to eat no fat and to just find as few calories as possible and as low fat as possible and to survive on as few calories as possible and then exercise more. And it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger just to stay the same. Just to stay the same, more exercise, less food. To the point where I'm like, I just can't keep doing this. And then I got a phone call from a producer that asked if I could lose weight or really get tightened up was the word, uh, if I wanted to do another video. And uh, I thought, I was pissed. I was like, okay, mother effer. I'll show you. And I just, I didn't want to diet, so all I could do was just exercise longer. And I was probably my leanest and by far, without a doubt, the most unhealthy I've ever been in my life. And devastated, like I didn't have energy, I couldn't sleep, I was always about to cry because I knew I couldn't maintain this, you know? And I thought, wow. And I still heard a cameraman say, we'll shoot around her trouble spots. You hear those things, you're like, all right, I'm out. No more lies, no more, no more, no more. And I need to figure out, I don't know anything about food. I don't really know anything about my metabolism. I know how to follow a diet, I guess, and I, and I know exercise plans, but I can't, is this good? Is this good for me? Were we meant to work out three hours a day? Is this normal? Like, what am I doing? And so I just started by worrying about my brain because I knew I, I couldn't think straight. I knew that like every single decision trying to remember my kids' names. I'd walk up to my front door and I'd try to repeatedly try to open my front door to my home with the unlock button on my car. <laughs> and synopses weren't firing and I couldn't remember names and I couldn't remember words and I couldn't remember the names of people who I see every day. I'd be like, um, his name is Brett. <laughs> so that's when I started looking into brain health. And when I started just focusing on, because I'm not gonna lie to you, I was like, I'd like to be able to maintain this emaciated shape. 
So, but I do want to fix my brain. So when I started looking to brain health, that's when I discovered that I had several large holes in my brain, and then, which was fine, those are from concussions, but what they were more concerned with is all these like divots all over the brain, which they said was either I was a chronic drug user, had recently finished chemo, or years of chronic sleep deprivation. And I was like, ding, 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 I know which one I hand up, sleep deprivation. But then I really wanted to fix it. I wanted, it's all I have is my smarts. So I want to fix that. And as I started learning about the brain and what affects the brain and realized that these two things are connected, brain and gut. And then when I realized that gut is what controls hormones and weight is hormones and hormones are happiness and hormones are energy and hormones are longevity and hormones are everything. It all starts here and here affects everything. Then I started realizing like, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of this. What lies I've passed along because I didn't know better. And gosh, I felt so devastated that I'm like, wow, why didn't anybody tell me? That knowledge is out there. I just wasn't looking for it. Why? Because we all want something simple. We all want to be simple. Oh, can you photocopy that diet for me? What do we eat? What do we eat on Monday? What's the workout? Does that even make sense that every single one of us would have the same solution? Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And that's how I started testing and like getting really fascinated by this stuff and going, you know what? I think I could probably teach myself how to read scientific studies. Like I think I could do this. And then I realized like, it's not that hard. And I have access, we all have access to scientific studies and like, wow, these people aren't trying to sell books, they're working at universities, most of them, and these are just, they're available to the public. This is fascinating. And then making all these changes and realizing this is so much easier, this is all oh, the peace that came with it. And then I started talking about it. So when you ask, how do I make this transition? Here's the answer. Just start talking about it. Start talking about like what you're figuring out. Start talking about your struggle. And that's what I did. I went on Facebook Live. I'm about to tell you a story I haven't told before. I went on Facebook Live and I started talking about this with a lot of fear. Because I'm like, I'm still a part of this industry. You know, and I, I don't want to offend anyone, but I won't lie. And all I can do is share my own truth. So you can either take it or leave it, but I know I'm going to lose a lot of followers and fans and people who feel like this information doesn't help their business or doesn't help them. It's not what they want to hear because it's not simple. But you just share it. And I want you to do the same thing. Just share your thoughts. Share your feelings. Share your experience. Share the journey that you're on right now. And what will happen is people will respond in the most unique and interesting ways and in ways that are going to really surprise you. I did a Facebook Live talking about this and sharing for the first time like how stuck I felt and how, how I'd gotten myself into this horrible cycle that just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I was blown away. It was like, I was like, me, 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 all the way down. It was like finally someone said it. And that's going to happen for you. That thing that you're like, I'm not sure if I should talk about this. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, I didn't know I wasn't the only one. I thought it was just me. Share your journey. And when that happened, and we saw the reaction, and I saw people's, I heard people's emotion and what they wrote, and Brett was there with me, and he was, he was watching the live, and he knew how nervous I was to talk about this, because it, it's, well, it's the truth, right? 
we talked about, like, I, I was on a high the rest of the night. Like, it's so exciting when you, other people are like, yeah, me too. And we went to bed that night, and Brett woke up at 2 a.m., and it's usually me that does this, but on this particular night it was Brett, and he sat up straight in bed, he goes, okay, we are shifting all of our focus to diet. And I said, we are? Now, see, the reason why this is crazy is because for the moment I stepped in the fitness industry, my motto has been, I will never diet. I will never diet. I'll exercise myself into the ground, but I, I won't diet. And I won't write a diet book. And when he said that, I, I knew what he meant. He meant having a diet. And he's like, I've never seen you so passionate. I've never seen you so excited. You know, you're, you've let go of like kind of everything in our business right now because you're just so fascinated with this research and information. And look at, the, are your lifers ha have followed you on the same journey? They've done the same things. You have an obligation to help them too and take them on this journey with you. We didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know how to describe it. My business mentor, Ann McKevitt's here, and I remember she called and she was saying, I won't imitate her accent. It's really a beautiful Australian slash Scottish slash I've lived all over the world accent. But she said, I don't understand what your diet is. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh-huh. Well, it's, 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 and I just explained everything I explained to you. She's like, but what is it? I'm like, I don't know, but we're gonna figure it out. And she's like, well, you know, people really want to know, how can you describe it in a couple sentences? That's what the diet industry wants. I'm like, I don't know. And I felt lousy saying that. And sometimes maybe you, when someone asks you, like, what is it you want to do? And you're like, I, it's really hard for me to describe. That's okay. Just start piecing it together. And that's what we did. We started to make it messy and test it. And I tested it first with my office staff. And the 131 method is nothing like what they did initially. And then I started testing it with about a group of 100 friends and family and, you know, close associates. Then 1,000. And then fix it again and change it again until it's like, this is what it is. This is the program. Now let's talk about a name. I'm sharing all this with you because I want you to know, you don't need to know exactly what it looks like. Just share the journey that you're on and then have your heart and your eyes and your ears open to the universe because you will receive what it's supposed to be. Don't be impatient about it, but share, co-create this with the people you wanna serve. Anne? I think if you could share, Shalene, as well, how quickly we went from talking about the diet, there was one meeting that we had, and it was about two o'clock in the afternoon, and we <laughs> sort of concluded some stuff. And then I said to Shalene, can you do a Facebook Live going out to the to your audience mm -hmm. and maybe ask them if they want to be part of a test. <laughs> so that was at two o'clock. At 4.30, Shalene went live, had no script, had a couple of bullet points on a piece of paper and just said, you know, I'm gonna do this test. There won't be any menus, there won't be any food that I'm gonna tell you to eat. <laughs> and within, I think it was 28 minutes, we had two and a half thousand people signed up. Um, so my and point is that when I've been in business a long while, I've had well over 30 businesses. I mentor Brett and Shalene and um, a lot of other well-known clients. Um, the point is that most people spend far too long trying to work out what they need to do. You just need to get your together and get on with it. Yeah.
because that's what makes things happen. You, you will succeed by doing the stuff, not by thinking about doing the stuff. Mm. Okay? So don't overthink. Act. Make it happen. The longer you spend trying to figure out what you're going to do, the less likely it will be that it will happen. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. She, see how I couldn't, I couldn't do that accent. But she, um, I said, you know, what should I offer them? She's like, well, what are you doing with the people you've been testing this with? I'm like, well, nothing. I like text them information and I email them research and then I kind of tell them how to do that for themselves. And so should I film all this stuff for them first? And she's like, no, just tell them you're going to explain it to them if you want. You can explain to them. Could you do it face to face with someone? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, good. Just tell me you're going to do it with a live video. So I literally went live and I said, so if you want to just test, I don't know what this is. This is what I said. I can pull up the Facebook live here. I said, I don't know what this is, but we're going to test a diet, but there's going to be no diet. <laughs> Swear to God. There will be no meal plans. And then people are like, what about the exercise? What about the exercise? I'm like, and there'll be no exercise that I'm going to, you can do whatever you want or not. <laughs> it's a true story. And I'm not going to give you any recipes or meal plans or templates or information, but if you want to do this with me and you're not a complainer, then sign up. And it was a paid amount. I forget how much we charged for the first. It was supposed to be two weeks. 29 maybe? So we've done so many betas. If you're like, I was a beta, you might not have been a beta, beta, beta. Like, so the first beta was like, a, it was supposed to be two weeks. And I couldn't prepare anything because I didn't know what it was yet. And you see what I did? I launched it without even knowing what it was, what it is. But I did it small and we closed it like 30 minutes later because I wanted to figure out what it was and I knew they could help me. Like, how do I explain it? How do I create a diet that needs to be different for every single person? And I didn't know how to do that. So I'm literally telling you, I launched something that it was enough, that was nothing. <laughs> I just said, will you just give me feedback? Can I talk to you live video and give me feedback? And that's how it started. The moral of the story is make it messy. Pull the trigger. Fix it later. This morning during our chat here with VIP, I shared with them the importance of video and how video tells story. And how we have a video now that you can see on the 131method.com. How many of you have seen that video? That's a homework assignment. Go watch it because I want you to know that that video, it's eight minutes long. It's gone through like 197 hours of editing since we first put it up messy. The first shot was just like, let's just get it up. Just get, get something up. And it doesn't look anything like what it did. But see, the point is, it was up. And maybe you've seen one of the earlier versions. Maybe you haven't seen the, this latest version. But just get it up and you can fix it later. It doesn't need to be perfect. Will you accept that? It, it just does not need to be perfect. This journey that you want to take, this transition that you're in, you have to share it and you have to get it out of your head and you have to get it out of your mouth and you have to get it out to the world. You need to go live. You need to open up your phones and you need to make a story every single day on one platform. That's a significant step that we will talk about this afternoon, but it will be something you'll need to leave here committed to doing. Opening up your phone and giving commentary. What are you going through? What are you trying to figure out? Not because you're trying to have a million views, but because I need you to figure it out. And you can't figure it out if it's popping around in your head. 
This method, the 131 method, would never be where it's at today if I hadn't just tried to explain it and do a lousy job of it. It wouldn't be where it is today if I needed to be just right and easily described before I launched it and needed to be messy. Yours needs to be messy. You need to start. Like, this is therapy. This is your business. This is you figuring things out. This is you trying to make sense of it. No one's expecting you to know all the answers. But I am calling upon you to take action and live your purpose, your purpose for the moment. Do something, take action. It's free to open up your phone and start talking to people. And that's step one. You've got to do that. And then you have to invest in people. You know, Brett and I are mentoring all of you and we have a mentor. Hire experts. And every single time we sit down and review our business, we decide there's more people we need. The, everything we figured out, we're like, okay, we figured this out well enough to know that there's somebody out there who can do this better. And we find that person. And your business grows exponentially when you invest in other people one at a time. You can't do it all at once, you'll go broke. What do you need next? Most of you just need help, right? You need extra hours. But every time you invest $1 in personal development by either having a coach or a mentor or a program that walks you through something, it holds you accountable. And the returns on your investment are estimated to be $7 for every dollar you spend. That's an average. But this group is an average. People who actually take action, you'll see a much higher return than that. Don't believe me? Take a look at your tax returns. Compare your income compared to what it is you've been investing in in personal development. And if you don't see more than a $7 for every dollar you spend, then that means you're not taking action. If you take action, the stuff happens. Just don't make it so scary. Don't make it so big, okay? Baby steps. I hope you enjoyed this live lesson from the Marketing Impact Academy live event this year. I also hope that we will see you at one of those events soon. If you're listening to this episode and you start to ask yourself, well, what is my purpose? Then again, I want to remind you to download episode 300 of The Shalene Show, Four Simple Questions to Find Your Purpose. Remember, when we serve others, even if it's just one other person, we are living with purpose. So make it messy, but just start. Thank you for being here and allowing me to fulfill my purpose. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode or any episode. I really appreciate hearing that feedback. And can I just tell you, bonus points for leaving a five-star review. I love you guys so much. You're amazing. I can't wait to spend time with you again soon. And as always, it is my goal to be bright, to be brief, to make it fun, and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done. This edition of Build Your Tribe was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to, which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. 
I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131movement.com. 